Welcome to Bottom Line Sports Talk, the podcast presented by Bottom Line Sports Talk, <laughs> the website. <laughs> the website. It's March. 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 March Madness. The frenzy of March. The greatest time in college basketball. It's a tournament. Only four can make it to the road of the final. That is the final four road. We got some heaters, man. It we got some heaters in the tournament right now. March Madness. I know y'all been waiting to hear back from us. And we sorry. It took so, so long. Very, very long. But we are back. Back. We good. We good. In full effect. Let's go. It's a little hot in this room, though. It is. <laughs> it is hot. We are here. Just like the tournament. We are happy. We are merry. We are pleasantly plump. I'm done. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm done. Plump? Plump. Y'all don't hear me, though. No, we don't. We don't want to hear you on that. Anyway, Anyway, welcome to Bottom Line Sports Talk, the podcast. Presented by Bottom Line Sports Talk, (laughs) the website. (laughs) The website. I am your host, Gary. You don't want to introduce yourself? Well, I thought you were going. I, oh, I ain't want to go spill. I ain't want to oh, spill into it. Go ahead, go oh, ahead. Yeah. Let's try this again. Okay. <coughs> Welcome to Bottom Line Sports Talk, the podcast presented by Bottom Line Sports Talk, the website. I am dun, 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 Gary, and this is the smooth brother they call Gary. Giving y'all some MVCs, baby. Most valuable content. You know it. I can't wait to get into it. What's going on, Gary, man? What's going on? How was the week? Talk to me, man. The week was full of fun. And in case people don't know, this is my sarcastic voice. (laughs) It was hella busy at work. We've been waiting for some dry weather to come through. And boy, did they hit us hard. They hit us hard, so... Right now. Yeah, it was it was very busy at work. I'm happy to be here. I've been excited to get back on this. I want to just push everybody to just click on that little heart button if you're on Spotify. Or if you're going to listen through Anchor, subscribe to your boys. We love you. We need you. Hold oh. me. Also, uh, follow us on Twitter at Bottom Line Sports. <laughs> my man don't know my handle, man. It's my my sports talk. Big dot sports talk. No, it's the ad. And, okay, <laughs> sorry. At B sports talk. No, the at the BL sports like is BL sports. No, talk. they won't find it right there. What are they gonna find? Oh, uh, we gonna work on this later. Yeah. He tried. He tried to plug the scene. Anyway, what's been going on? 
on my way, but everything's good, man. I can't complain, never complain, never can't complain. Life is good, as always. Just enjoying it with the fam. Uh, looking for some great NCAA games to watch. See, we're going to advance, you know, one and done. It's the Gladiators, baby. I can't wait. The time is now. Well, let me go ahead and start off by saying we're going to get a couple segments off here within the next few episodes. We're going to try some things out. We're going to ask you guys if you like it, dislike it. It matters, but then it may not because we might want a little bit more organization. Who knows? We're just going to kind of free form with it. Yeah. We're going to get into this warm-up. So what's some of the interesting things you heard in the past couple of weeks since we hadn't done this in a while? Well, I was on uh, I was on MSN.com, and I, I clicked on this article that says, there's Gucci shoes that are worth $850. Now, if you picture some Gucci, some Gucci shoes, you know I don't support gonna- Gucci. I don't support Gucci either. None, none of that, all that mess, but foolishness. But uh, the article said there's some Gucci shoes that's $850, right? The kicker about the, these shoes are they look dirty. So just imagine you you have some all-white K-Swiss or you have some all-white Jordans or you have some all-white Converse and you pay $850 for a pair of shoes, all for when it's delivered to you, that they look like they've been worn, they've been out in the mud, like somebody been working out in their yard wearing these shoes and they $850. I just couldn't believe it when I was reading. But you know, it's fashion. Another thing I saw, uh, another thing I saw is some shoes that's all white, they look dirty, but you gotta put tape on the shoes. And it's kind of, it's, it's, it's real nasty, man. I was just, that's one of the things I had, so I couldn't actually believe it. And the fact that these shoes are selling out is a detriment to fashion. Maybe I'm not the most fashionable guy, but you can pay, you can pay me. Well, well that's a lot you could pay me the way you gotta give some, a lot of money to wear. But still at the same time, man, I can, I can buy those shoes that look dirty for $850. What? <laughs> you you asked me. I mean, well, you said interesting things. I mean, there's it, more to life than sports. The I, game of life. I guess so. The game of life here. I on. guess so. I, I thought you would have hit on the thing of uh, how the game changed to you in terms of this dating scene that we got out here. I thought you was gonna hit on it, but never fear. I'm here for you. So let me, let me, what? No, that, that was the most interesting thing I saw last week was you overreacting to how the game oh, changed. Oh my God. Uh, that was probably my most interesting thing that I saw last week. I, mean, I won't do it too deep of a dive for by, you, but. By the way, by the way, I, I know how you, I didn't interrupt you. Okay, okay. You gonna let talk, me, talk, you, talk, gonna, talk, talk. you gonna let me get my take talk, off. Talk. I just wanna say for the record, man, you are angry. You are an angry fellow. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a man here who doesn't know that the game has been the same for the longest, since since the beginning of time. The game has not changed. Elements may have changed. People will always change, but the game has never changed. 
It may have evolved, but the principles of the game have never changed. But that is all that I want to say, ladies and gentlemen. This is a very angry fellow. Very angry. Anyway. Uh, by the way, I saw Erica Morning. So, for the first time, you know, I know it came out last year. I saw Erica Morning. Yeah, I did too. I did too. All right. Man. All right. Let's get let's get into this though. So we got these NFL transactions we need to get to, these takes, these hot cakes, these slammer jammer five. No. Wow. Really? So <laughs> so let me let me get into the good that I think happened. And it's quite a few moves that, that'll be instrumental, but probably some of the bigger ones that, that everybody took notice. Right. Antonio going to Oakland. For sure. Uh, star wide receiver. They needed some star wide receiver power after trading Amari Cooper. Right. <clears throat> Earl Thomas getting his wish and getting out of Seattle. So that dynasty in Seattle officially it's, it's, ended. Right. The Legion of Boom has no surviving members no. anymore. Big move for Baltimore because they made some key moves as well, getting rid of some older stakesmen in their in their franchise and going yeah, a little bit younger. Terrell Suggs went to Arizona. He went to Arizona. That was a big one, but not as big as Earl going there. They they need they've always had a staple of, of when they have a playmaker at safety, things happen. So Earl Thomas being the player that he is, hopefully he comes back from his injury. And if he a ball hog like he said he is. On that defense, and none, none will be better. Yeah, none will be better. Um, Le'Veon being signed finally to the New York Jets, huge for the simple fact of that young core that they have going there. Right. Sam Donald being a young QB who needs some good support, and what's better than throwing to your running back? Right. It's, yeah, exactly. It's, Pretty it's, much do it all. He can do it all. He's, he's a good safety valve. He can run between the tackles. He's patient. patient. They're going to switch that scheme up and make it more of a zone scheme, which fits him, which plays more to his patience. Like, that's probably the, one of the best moves. I, 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 in my opinion, you know, everybody's talking about Odell Beckham and Antonio Brown, of course, going to Oakland. We don't know how those teams do, but in my prediction, I think them adding Le'Veon Bell to – Actually, to their offense, I believe they could be a playoff-bound team. I I really do believe that. I think the New York Jets could be a playoff-bound team. Defense uh, has been good. Not great, but has been good. Uh, really, the offense can, can get stagnant sometimes. I, but uh, with Le'Veon, you had a star power. You had a running back that could do it all. Like we said, very patient. Pretty much uh, everything kind of player as far as offensive-wise. The only thing he doesn't do is, of course, throw the ball to himself. Who does that? But he does have the intangibles to take that team to leaps and bounds if they can get off on the right foot. And it's always, I'm always a believer of the saying, it's not how you start, it's how you finish. Uh, with this team, I think they do have the talent to make it to the playoffs. Man, get out of here. You know who in the AOC? Nah, I, I don't think they make it unless they get more pieces. Because right in their own. CJ Mosley? 
right, but right in their defense have, has never been New York Jets' problem. It's offense. And if they don't get pieces, i.e. a tight end or a receiver, then they're in for a world of trouble because all they're going to do is work Le'Veon and Dell. And, yeah, he can be every down back, but you can only take so much. And the AOC as a whole has too much talent. Let me let me walk you through why they probably won't make it. New England, as long as Tom Brady back there and he in this system and Belichick running this show, he ain't gonna be number one. Kansas City is probably gonna be one or two. The Chargers are always gonna be a threat. Denver, yep. Denver has made some moves, so now Denver's gonna throw themselves in the conversation. So- Baltimore. Baltimore made some moves. They're going to always be in that conversation. You can never count out Pittsburgh. Right. You can. I'm saying this. Cleveland, I want to make the playoffs. I think if they keep making if they keep making moves, I think they're going to be in the hunt. But do you think it's a, a, a thing with Cleveland? Defense has been. Defense has always been, been stellar. Hey, yeah, they, 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 their defense has always been great. So what do you think, what do you think can make can On the take shield. Cleveland – Ownership. You so they suck at ownership. Don't think ownership doing a good job at the moment? That's not ownership. Was it general? No, yeah, that's general manager. Okay. The owner himself is the reason why that franchise can never be stable at anything. So as long as the ownership stays out the way and lets a GM and a coach do what a GM and a coach does, then they can have a chance to succeed. But Seeing that we got a lot of history to go on, I don't think history ain't on their side. I hope I hope they can sit up there and be what they need to be, and they look like they on the right path. But I say this: they have a diva now, a diva in Odell Beckham. I think they're on the right track. I think if Odell and getting that ball thrown to him, just like Antonio Brown, I mean Antonio, they become a problem. They become a true problem because. What, what, you, what, what if he? What if, what if he is that? Because I I think or uh, well, I believe that he is a you know team first player. But I don't think he's a team first player. No, no. I think as long as he's getting the ball, he's gonna look like he's a team first player. But if he's not getting the ball, I think he has a problem, which most star wide receivers do. The ball in my hand, I believe I can win the game. Well, the you're, problem is... You're not the quarterback, so you don't see what he sees. If you're that good, you're going to get double coverage. Right. Therefore, you should not always have the ball in your right. hand. It's good to always want, but... Well, let's, let's break it down in life. Okay. You can want all you want to, but what you need. Right. You know? I, so... I want a million dollars. I want a big mansion with the pool in it. You know what I'm saying? Relaxing in my in the jacuzzi. Well, then you break it down and what you need. You don't need that to survive. So in in terms of what the Browns need as an organization, they need team players. It has not been shown since he's been in the league that he's a team player to the max. As long as things go right. He happy go lucky, but when they not right, you get to blaming and pointing but, fingers. But what? If, okay. Do you, so so what, what if what what if Baker Mayfield takes a step back? Is he still a team player? Because now now 
now you just like now you just like a person going through bad relationships all the time. All you can think about is the past. <laughs> and so anytime something creeping from the past, what you do? Uh, come back in, back in your mind. It came, it come up in the back of your mind and you start acting out. Right. So as long as things are good, they're gonna be good. Then if they turn bad, not sure. It was and, and well, I say I say I say the Browns did a great job of getting him because they needed another wide receiver. I say the Giants look real dumb because they just paid him. Right. And Landry, they've been friends since God knows how long they've been friends, but they've been friends for a long time. So if something doesn't is isn't going right, he he has Landry there to, you know, back him up and say, Hey, look, it's this tough right now, but it will get better. And I think I think they have have good potential with this team that they. That I they feel like that conversation is gonna happen. <laughs> I think this conversation is gonna happen. I, I, like, I, I, I so it is it need, it needs to be a leader that's got, been in the organization, not not old that not saying Odell isn't a leader, but I, I think it need to needs to be somebody that can get everybody together. And say hey, you know you know this who, team you not know individual. you know who that is, is that? the field goal net. He has a relationship going on with one. You know that, right? All right. All right. Well, let's talk about this. What's another impactful move that you think was good before we get to the bad? Um, a lot of man. Uh, like I said, I think that I think Earl Thomas to Baltimore and definitely Mark Ingram will enhance their offense. Uh, Earl Thomas on defense. I think I I think they. They have a good chance to do something, something real good. But at the same time, it's gonna come down to quarterback. Lamar Jackson has he got he got he has to do a better job with throwing, of course. We know he's an amazing athlete, uh athletic, six five, can throw the ball crazy, can throw a crazy deep ball, but it's not accurate. Deep ball? No. Okay, he is that he wasn't that much accurate. He just throw a little slants here and there, but he need, he needs to be a better thrower, be a better pocket passer, and then when the, when the line collapsed, that's when you use your athletic ability. So I think Baltimore does have has something. They had a quarterback. They have a great running back in Mark Ingram, and always always had a good defense. So they just need to. I guess offense, offense is going to be their main thing. I think they they got Mark, and that was a great pickup. But they had a great running back last year. Um, they had a good running game with the insertion of Mark Ingram. The telling thing for the Baltimore Ravens is going to be Lamar Jackson. And you remember me saying this, and I don't know whether they were just utilizing him just for his legs last year or what, but – that telling sign was, remember when I told you, if he can't throw the ball, nothing else is going to happen because it's, it only takes a Bill Belichick defense who doesn't have many stars to come to say, you want to run? That's all you can do? I'm going to stop you. And if making you one-dimensional means throwing and that's your weakness, you're not going to go very far. So many teams don't have the know-how to stop that, but at the same time, you should look at what the Patriots did because now people are going to look at that game film saying this is what we need to do 
That's not rushing. Let's make him beat us throwing. And until he just can prove. Like, just like with the LA, the LA Chargers did. Well, the, the Chargers was a different thing just because they had, good they, they had a good defense too, but their thing was injury too. With uh, Gordon not being 100%, they couldn't really get into their bag and what they wanted to do. So, yeah, now I'm going to make Phillip try to beat me. And I think the thing with Phillip Rivers is he doesn't have a safety net and tight end like he usually has had with Antonio Gates. So now I have to throw it outside the numbers and rely on my receivers without a safety net in the middle to go to. I think them going forward, they need a tight end. Phillip Rivers on his last leg, Aaron Rodgers on his last leg, Drew Brees on his last leg, and as far as everybody else knows, Tom Brady going to play till he 100. So, no, no, forget the founder of you, that man from another planet. He is from another planet. But having said all that, one team that we hadn't heard make any moves, the Patriots. And you want to know why? They make their moves during the season. Everybody always worries about them. And pretty soon I'm going to have a guest on here. We're going to have a guest on here who is a New England Patriots fan. But the Patriots never make a move, really, in terms of free agency and offseason signings until it gets closer to the season where they start to make their move and mm-hmm. they figure out within the first three or four games what they need to do to improve and get better throughout the season. So Coming from the same guy, the reason I I respect New England is because all, they always make moves in silence. They always make moves in silence. Uh, the Michael, the Michael Bennett trade. Not, I haven't heard a lot of people talk about it. Have you? I don't know if it's as big of a deal as well I, as I, as you know. I'm not saying you're not I'm right to feel. It. I'm not saying you're not right to feel that way. I'm just not sure if it's a big deal. But that's New England when they make moves, though. Nobody thought the Gordon trade, Josh Gordon trade was big, but they needed a receiver at that time. It didn't pan out, but it made noise, though, because you got Gronk running down the field with a piano on his back, and you got chopping off his legs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you got Thunder and Lightning and and Sonny Michelle and my man, he got Thunder and Lightning and, and, and Sonny Michelle and James White. And every now and then they got the other guy. I don't want to mention his name and mess up my fantasy. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, you taking the first one? <laughs> yeah, I was a little bit, man, a little bit. Uh, but but you have certain pieces, but they thrive in having receivers that do their job. So that Bennett trade is fine, but they defense is always ooh, been good. yeah. They they defense is is just like the offense's scheme. I need you to do what I need you to do. So if your ability is best at rushing. I need you to be a rusher. I don't need you to be a drop back, uh, a drop back defender. I don't need you to be all that. Bless you. I don't need you to be anything outside of what this position calls for on this down at this time at this moment. So yes, getting him is great, and he's used to being a a three down defender. He may only be a one or two. He may only be put Maybe in to rush the quarterback, right? He yeah. may be only be put in to rush the quarterback. They may not even use him in the ways that he was used. Right. And uh, when he was in, yeah, when he was in Seattle, in Seattle, he was everything. Right. And I, I need him that. like that in New England. Yeah. Uh, let's get to what the, the bad moves were 
to me, the worst has to be the New York Giants. I, I don't know what they were thinking. I, I really don't. Uh, they made they made us offer we could refuse. Actually, what? Actually, come on, dog. I, and I and I, I say this: that's not the worst move to me. I'm gonna tell you why here in a minute. They needed to get rid of a problem. I don't think they got rid of the right problem. I think the right problem was to get rid of Eli. Oh, so you wanted to do the whole rebuilding process? No. I don't even think they're going to rebuild. Dwayne Haskins is the guy that they're talking about that they're going to take. Not you have no receiver for him to throw to. Like, they got receivers. They, they, they don't have Odell Beckham no more. They don't have their prime. Yeah, they don't have Odell no more. Yeah. Right. So, I don't think there's – I don't think they did a, a absolutely horrible move. I just think that they moved in the wrong direction. So, what about Washington Redskins? Have you been hearing anything about them? Washington is was hurt last year. With some of their picks, so I think that Washington is going to be better than what they were. I think two two things, and I've been talking about this the longest. Two people that made the worst move: Philadelphia and Jacksonville Jaguars. Miami getting a getting White Ryan Fitzpatrick. Well, who else they had? Because Teddy Teddy came back to New Orleans. Yeah, they, yeah, they, they you gotta sign somebody. You gotta sign because they let go. They let go of Ten Hill. Is this the time of the No, no. Uh, uh, so, so you know my stance on on Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick. Why you don't like Fitz Magic, man? I do like him. I do like him. He just never, you know, when the time comes, he just never gets it done. And <laughs> hey, uh, if I'm not mistaken, he will be the first ever quarterback to play for a few AFC teams and not make the playoffs. Yeah, but he's a journeyman though. I, I think I think Miami, I think Miami did what they did. They did what they had to do. They couldn't lock up Teddy Bridgewater because for some reason he think he's gonna be the start on the New Orleans Saints. I believe he's gonna be the start. I think he made a terrible mistake, but I'll talk about that in a minute. Let me talk about why Jacksonville and, and, and Philadelphia Go just get the money. Jacksonville, he didn't get no money. Jacksonville signed Nick Foles. Nick Foles is a Super Bowl winning quarterback in the most unconventional way you can think. <laughs> he, came in, he, came, he came in in the playoffs and basically willed his way to going undefeated and winning a Super Bowl. Fairly special. Winning a Super Bowl. He works in Philadelphia. He was in Philadelphia at the beginning of his career. Under crazy, crazy, crazy man. I won't refer to his name right now. Crazy, crazy, crazy man. <laughs> he was in Philadelphia and it worked. He was a great quarterback under the system. Then he leaves and he stinks up the joint. Guess what he winds back up at? Philadelphia. Where he won his Super Bowl. Not Carson Wentz. Nick Foles. Now, again, I've been talking about this to people for about the past three weeks. I'm not coming from a fan. I'm not coming from a player's perspective. Okay. I'm coming from a GM. Okay. As a GM, I have to keep Nick Foles. One, because Carson Wentz keeps getting hurt. Number two, because you won me a Super Bowl. I'm keeping the person that won me a Super Bowl with who's supposed to be my future. I need to find out whether, whether Carson Wentz is going to get hurt again this year or not. Because that's going to let me know my direction. Now, the reason why I say Jacksonville made a big mistake, because they paid him all that money. 
And guess who don't work outside of Philadelphia? Nick Foles. And this is true. But, hey, Nick Foles, hey, Nick Foles sent him, sent to himself, hey, look, I came in. The first time I couldn't get it done with you guys. So, y'all just shipped, shipped me off to St. Louis, now L.A. Rams. And it didn't work out there. Then you bring me back. You get your franchise quarterback. He gets hurt. I come back in. I do my thing. I win. I win us a Super Bowl. I'm not gonna put. There's no iron team. But yeah, whatever. He win. He he won. He won <laughs> a Super Bowl. One of the best Super Bowls. Uh, I've seen in a long, pretty good time. Are you just saying that because you don't like New England? Yeah, I don't like. Yeah, I hate every NFL team for the record. Yeah, 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 yeah. We, we, we know, we Besides know. We but know. anyway, uh, he won a Super Bowl. If I'm Nick Foles, oh, if y'all want, if y'all want to give me the bag, all right, franchise tag me and let me try to, you know. So what? So what's more important, money or the fact that you are stable? Because I'm, I'm, I'm asking you this question because we're going somewhere. So what's more important, money or stability? The money. Okay. All right. All right no, 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 no. Let me, let me, let me finish. Let me, hold on. Before you go, I'm going to let you explain. So money more important, right? Yeah. If your name Teddy Bridgewater, why are you even going to take the money in Miami? I don't know why you want to take it. Ah, no, money more important. Hey, hey, look. Ah, 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 ah. You're crawfishing now. No, Come on. Help no, me out. No, I'm, I'm help me out. Because Teddy only got seven. Seven for a year. We're going to put it in the bar sitting. Hey, Sean. Hey. Miami offered me fifteen million. But I'm just saying how thick it's paid. Miami offered me fifteen to twenty million. It was more because what they yeah, go yeah, ahead. I'm yeah, I'm gonna look up because it, it was more. They, they, hey, they offered me fifteen to twenty. And I can start right now. Hey Sean, uh, I might go take this deal and you know, how thick speaking, what what if Drew Brees get injured? What what are some what are some linemen just three hundred fifty pound linemen just fall and crush Drew Brees' shoulder? You want you want you want that guy to be the backup? Okay, so this is what I'm gonna do, Sean. I'm I'm problem give you a proposition. If you can promise me that when Drew leaves, I'm the main man, I'll stay. Sean Sean says, I see potentially. I know what you can do. I know what you were before you got hurt. When last time Teddy played? Three to four years ago, right? Uh, actually, the last week of the NFL season. No, I, I'm talking about as a starter. Yeah, when's the last time? Three to four years ago, right? Yeah, right? Not to mention his stint in what was it, New York, right? New York Jets. New York Jets. Sure. If you, if you now again, I said you were crawfishing because you said money's more important, right? Well, no. Well, first of all, let, let's bring this all the way back around because I, I wasn't crawfishing at all. We were talking about Nick Foles, and I was coming up to a point. Where he got the money, he had he can do that. He is is a proven quarterback. No, no, listen, bias man. He, he's a, no, I'm not. He's a proven. Listen, what I'm saying. It ain't even a bias thing. He's, it, it, go it, ahead, it, go it, ahead, finish, finish, it, finish. It's finish, finish, finish. It's a. All right, I want a championship. They know what they want to do with Carson Wentz. It seems to me that they want to stay with Carson Wentz. All right, I, I did what I had to do. We won the championship. Boom. Let see. I'm not. I don't, don't want to. I don't want to be on the sideline. Let me go make how much money, how, the most money I can with this organization that's going to pay me, and we can be set. 
And I'm saying all that to say this. You won a championship ring. If you don't, if you don't have, if you don't do nothing else in your career, people will know Nick Foles won the Philadelphia Eagles a championship. Get the money and improve every year. And okay. look, 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 and I'm not, and I'm not saying that you know it's bad or whatever, but you are, you won a championship, not go get the money. Okay, you know okay. Saying? So this, this is okay. I hear what you're saying. This is what I'm asking you because I'm. Cause you keep throwing it, you keep throwing the thanks in. So I'm, I'm trying to get you to say the same. No, no, no. I'm saying I'm trying to get you to say the same thing. So why is his situation different for Teddy? If hold on, hold on. Cause anybody can tell you anything. I'm telling you what's gonna happen. They're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna have Drew Brees finish out his career nine times out of ten. They may or they may not sign him. So the worst thing is, well, one of the worst things is they can re-sign Drew Brees and have him play another, you know, couple years. Now, Teddy, you really ain't got nothing to stand on. That's one. Two, two, another bad thing that can happen, they say Sean contract up and he may or may not come back. All right? So so the first thing that a coach does when they when they get in, they get their players. What I'm just saying players in general. If you're not a standout star, if you weren't there beforehand and I don't see potential in you and what I need you to do, you're out of there. So Teddy may not have a job there. So then this is the third option. They can go draft somebody and they don't have to have Teddy because this is the thing. Teddy don't have a long term in, in New Orleans, no matter which way you split it. His long term ain't in New Orleans. The reason why? Because they have to get younger. Teddy, when when this uh, when this is all said and done, Teddy would be what 27, 28, something like that. He he will have he will not have played in four, maybe five years as a starter. And the last time that we saw him, the last two times we saw him as a starter, not in the Saints, but in the Jets and the Minnesota Vikings, he got hurt. So Teddy's an injury prone man. We don't need injury prone if we are buying for a future a potential spot in playing in a Super Bowl, we need stability. So I say if you want stability, then stability means if I'm Nick, I don't want to do this. But I understand what you're saying. Nick had to go get his bag. I'm saying Teddy should have went and got his too because <laughs> this is what I don't want to happen. Everybody come back a year or so from now because I want y'all to know I said it first. This is Gary speaking. I said it first. Teddy ain't going to be starting for New Orleans. Oh, no. Teddy's not going to start for New Orleans. They're going to go get a quarterback. They're going to get somebody else that's younger because the one thing that I know about Sean, and you know too, is that he's crazy as a fox. And what he want to start with? A fresh new mind. Teddy is conditioned to do what Teddy wants to do because he he's known to be a good thrower and a good runner. Everybody talking about Sean Payton want to sit up here and use runners. Sean Payton don't like runners. Sean Payton like scheme where I can hand the ball off to a running back or throw it to a running back. I can throw it to a receiver. I can throw it to a tight end. I don't need my quarterback running. In my playbook, in my schemes, in my offense, I have pocket design. I believe, but I believe Sean Payton can utilize, can utilize Teddy Bridgewater in a good way. I, mean, I, I don't I, think Sean – you, I don't think Sean gonna be here when it come to twenty, uh, when twenty twenty. I think is what they said. It's 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 not a guarantee. My, I'm a guarantee would have been me going to get a contract like Fitzpatrick. I'm guaranteed to have gotten my money regardless of what happens to me. At least I secured my future. Right. I haven't secured my future in New Orleans. Right. And 
Nick Foles as bad as I think the Philadelphia did and Jacksonville, because Jacksonville, I, I went on record, I've been on record saying this too. Jacksonville as a team only has one or two more years because that defense, great as it is, yeah, cannot. Yeah, they're gonna be broken up. You're gonna see another Legion of Boom split up. Then, then the sad part about all this is Nick Foles don't work outside of Philadelphia. Yeah, that's the that's that, why that, I said, sadly to say that, that is the truth about Nick. If you look at it, all his other stints, St. Louis, and he was back up to uh, golf, if I'm not mistaken. His uh his track record away from Philadelphia doesn't look too good. And even the first time he get guess who got this the same day first ever road playoff win? Philadelphia Eagles, who was the quarterback at the time. Nick Foles. So, but 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 we know that he worked there too though. He he worked there. It, it all was just a case. Yep. Well, next we're gonna get into these NBA playoffs, potential MVPs, just a little NBA talk. Kind of pass time by, if you will. <laughs> if you right back. Well, this long season of the NBA is getting ready to come to a close, and I myself couldn't be more happier. So now, now the interesting time starts. Now we get the playoffs. Now we see what the men are made of. You know? Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> oh. Where you said separate with the pit from the poodles, the men from the mice, the villains from the heroes. Shout out to Dipset. Uh, that was terrible. Nah, that was terrible, well, terrible. You, you, you shout out to diplomatic immunity. Y'all go check that out. But go ahead. You go. Oh, well. Uh, NBA playoffs are nearing. Uh, the season is closing down, like my partner in crime over here said, and I just want to go over some uh, some potential uh, some potential games at the moment. Uh, the one the one series that will be intriguing to me right now will be Portland versus OKC, and this is a surprise. Brooklyn and Toronto. Uh, I, the reason I let in, I'm gonna talk about Brooklyn real quick. Brooklyn, fantastic story that nobody is really talking about. They've been on my radar uh, close to close to the before All Star break when they was you know I think at that moment they were maybe a fifth seed, but they right now they're a seventh seed. D'Angelo Russell has taken leaps and bounds, and he's quieting some of the, some of the haters uh, that said he was immature. And he just—I I really do believe—just need a new setting. And uh, with the Brooklyn Nets, uh, he LA was a little bit too flash for him, so he—he's making a name for himself in Brooklyn. And I think this series, Brooklyn—they—they're a gritty team. They came back 28 down against a great Sacramento team uh, with D'Angelo Russell leading the way. Not the quickest player, not the most athletic player, but definitely a smart, crafty player. I think uh, they can give Toronto fits because they are a good defensive-minded team. And again, the Portland Trailblazers versus Oklahoma City. 
Portland should win, but at the same Portland time, let, Portland let us down every year. They ain't gonna say they let us down every year because they did one. They did beat Houston a few years so back, so they didn't do the advance to the second round. So I don't think they let it. They not let down, but last year definitely so, was a let down. So, so Portland, you haven't expected Portland to do more. I expect them to do more. All right, so they let you down. Hopefully they don't let me down. Just being honest, I'm just, I ain't, I'm not trying. I'm, try, I'm not trying to push controversy. I'm just trying oh, no, to. I'm just, no. I mean, you, you expect well, you if you expected them to do more and they don't, they don't live up to some of your expectations. They let you down. Well, like yeah, they they beat Houston and they did that in, in grand old fashion. They lost last year in the sweep to New Orleans. Right. Before that, they they've oh, always man. they've always fallen. I'm not I'm not saying just I'm not saying just them as a team not. Advancing, I'm saying in terms of who they are, who they have on their team, minus Lamarcus Aldridge, of course. We still expect them, them being Dane and CJ McCullen, to push that team further, push that narrative. Even if they don't make it to the next round, go seven games. They don't always do that. Well, the I can say this, and I haven't watched them close. They have, they have a good team. Definitely great, uh, a good defensive team. The guards, Damian Lillard, one of my favorite players, CJ McCollum, good two-way player. Well, not, I'm not going to say a great two-way player, but a good two-wing, a good shooting guard. They always get it done. You know, I'm, I know everybody's tired of people saying this, but other people have to step up to the plate, not just on the defensive game because, of course, you got uh, in order to win championship, you got you have to play good defense. But the name of the game is get buckets, put the ball in the hole, pause. But uh, that that's just the name of the game, and sometimes they don't do a good job at that. But hopefully this time they can make it out the first round, and they can make some noise. Hopefully they can make some noise. The the in the past few years, look at a draw. Besides last year, right, it's not it's not luck of the draw. But I'm just saying, go to besides last year. No, no, no I'm, I'm saying it, it. It can't be luck of the draw. It's whatever you did in the season. Okay, okay. So it's not luck of the draw. Okay, and and but they they got to play Golden State. Well, the, they the first the, 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 what not last year, but the year prior to that, they had to play Golden State. Tell me, Golden State. I, I'm not, but I'm I'm not it's judging. Good. I'm not judging them on. Whether they advance to the next round, I am simply of the mindset if they're good as they say they are, regardless of you saying people step up, they're two guards, which are two of the best backcourt. Well, they I'm sorry, not two of the best, they're one of the best backcourts in the league. For them to step up, they score. Cool. You said the name of the game is to put put the ball in the bucket. No, well, if 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 they're as good as they say they are, you either gonna be Kobe Bryant or LeBron James. I'm just using them two players. You either gonna force the issue and push it so hard to where you get other people where they foul you because they want to do so much because they want to stop you, or you're gonna be LeBron James. You're gonna get other people involved as well as getting yours off too. So I can't give them a pass. So. My my interesting matchup that I want to see, and it's just because of all the talk, is the number one seeds. Right now, that's the Milwaukee Bucks mm-hmm. and then the Golden State Warriors. I want to see Milwaukee because I'm a Giannis 
fan, a Giannis Antetokounmpo fan, a Greek hey. friend. I, I want to see him continue to elevate their team. I want to see him put on for that small market represent. And, and represent. I, I I have them going to the finals if they can withstand all the bumps in the road that they had to come, but they have the team. They have everything going for them, and I think their time is now. I want to see the Golden State Warriors because everybody is asking the question. Golden State is the equivalent of New England to me. Everybody's asking the question, what is Golden State going to do? They look like they don't have their minds focused, and uh, teams seem as though they're getting equivalent or equal to what they are. Hey, man, this is a dynasty right here. And this dynasty would have won four in a row had it not been for that alleged call. But nevertheless, three and four years, they're still a dynasty. This year, more so than others, because this team could be split up uh, after this summer. This year, more than others, I look for them to put that stamp on it all. And I'm just so interested to see, because they're going against the Clippers if it was a start today. Whoever they draw... I'm looking for them to dominate. I want them to dominate so hard to where it leaves no question and doubt that this is still the team to beat. The Flash is going to tell you that, hey, OKC came a long way. OKC may be a contender. The Flash is going to tell you, ooh, Houston with James Harden, with or without Chris Paul, we don't know what we're going to get with that one. It's going to tell you that, ooh, Houston is going to be the team to beat. Houston give a goal to say to run for their money. I don't think nobody can stop Golden State. I believe Houston. I, I I believe in a seven game series. Golden. I who won? They did. I, I know that. I, but I'm saying the seven game series when Steph Curry is at his best because that's what get them going. When Steph Curry is at his best, nobody's gonna stop. And I'm saying they play off each other. Nobody gonna stop KD. And they X Factor is no longer Draymond Green. It's always and forever will be for as long as he's on their team, Clay Thompson. If Clay Thompson get going, they are impossible to beat because now nobody's stopping the Durantula. Let's just be honest. Yeah. Nobody's going to stop him. And Steph, Steph is going to get his how he gets his, whether that's assists, whether that's because he he's he's the engine. He, he gets it started. So I think that if Clay gets going in those key games, man. You got something. They, they, yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Demarcus is still an unknown force, but the problem does lie if it does turn to be Houston. If James Harden gets, we'll just say thirty because that's been his magic number. If James gets thirty, PJ Tucker is a monster on defense, and you have Clint Capella chiming in, and I'm not including Chris Paul because. We know how his history goes when it comes to playing uh, with injuries happening right before big games. So, it's not his fault. no, I'm not, no, I know. I'm just, that's why I'm not including him. So, I think it rests on Chris Paul whether he can stay healthy or not. If Chris Paul not there, I don't think they could be going to stay in I, seven. I don't think they can. But uh, I, I still do with something. Are you a James Harden fan, though? being biased right now. It's just something that I've been watching that Houston has a good team. I they they've always had a good team. They 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 they, they built they rebuilt and retooled every year. They've gotten better every year. The thing that, that I see with Houston is that in bigger moments, not all, but in bigger moments, 
some players, James Harden, sometimes shrink. Not all the time, because last year he finally showed us who we thought he could be. In years past, not against Golden State, but against other teams, he didn't show up in some of those bigger games that he needed to. The, the only the only thing that I want to emphasize is we've seen this story with Houston, and it's as though we turn the page, and it's like we're reading the same page over and over again. So in terms of who I trust, it's Golden State, hands down. Yeah, I think they, they had a, they had a pedigree. they had the pedigree, they had the championship pedigree. No, no, it, it's just the team. And the team, that's what I'm saying. The team, they they had they have good starting five. Also have a great bench. Andre Iguodala. They they, they bench and definitely they, goes they deep, a, and they have a combination of role players. So they they definitely do have everything that it takes. We we know this. We we know if they get past. If they get past Houston or whoever, Houston or Denver or whoever, when they get past them, it might be an easy road. But at the same time, I'm not just going to sit here and say that nobody can not they, – they're not beatable. I'm not because saying they, that. They can be beat. They I'm, can be beat. I'm, again, that, that's, we, we, I'm speaking the same thing you are. They can be beat. But the thing that differs from the NFL to the NBA – they got seven games, and in seven games, no. But I'm saying in seven games, these past four years, they have not been beaten. So, with, with the exception of the Cleveland, but we all know had they not kicked Draymond Green out, they had Cleveland Hart in their hand. They would have won. They would have won another championship. No, I, I I get that, but it's basketball, just like anything else, is a game of momentum. That momentum was taken when he was gone because at that time he at that time he was more vital than even Steph Curry himself because of the versatility that he had, the impact that he had. The, I can get you 10, but I'm about to get you 12 rebounds. I'm going to get you nine assists, and I'm going to go get me a few steals, and I can dribble the ball up the court. I'm not your typical big man. So, he ain't a big, he's successful. No, but he, but he plays a big man. He plays a big man role, so – he was he was more influential back then in terms of what he needed to do and how he needed to impact different parts of the game. If you need me to get a, I'm gonna go get a bucket. You need me to get a rebound. I'm gonna go get them too. You need a sit. I got that too. That's all around. But he he was all around. So when when he missed that game, it didn't do nothing for them. And then when he got back on the momentum going because now he like at the back of my mind, I can't get another one. We're back we're back to right now. Do you? Do you uh, go to state. Do you see anybody? Do you see no. anybody that can? Nope. When they when they get when they when they get ready to turn it on, I don't see nobody that can beat them. Right now with this present team, when when they all clicking, because I don't think they're playing their best basketball right now. That's why people are questioning them. And I'm not saying like they taking it easy or they're not playing their hardest. I'm saying when playoff basketball come, that's when you see Kevin Durant step up beyond belief. The Steph Curry step up beyond belief. You're going to get you some games out of Klay Thompson. I think you're going to see a way different boogie now. And I think you're going to see they role players. See, that's the thing that people don't account for. Like you oh, said, the role. Yeah. Not role you, I'm talking about. I'm yeah, talking about other, other people. people yeah. So they role players, Andre and, and Sean Livingston, they two huge factors. They make they, they make the way they don't have a starting five. They have a starting seven. Yeah. And so then when you get their role players who – if your job is to shoot a three, I don't care if you miss all them mugs. I just need you to make one. 
and play defense. I just need you to chime in with a rebound here or there. I just need you not to turn the ball over. I just need you to give me good quality minutes so these stars can get their rest. Just don't miss a beat. And when they come back in, they're about to set it on fire. I just I think their team is deep. Now, I will say this before I stop. I think Denver has a team. Yeah, they have they have players that people mm-hmm. know, but nobody knows their players right. though. Yeah, like and you. I think Denver is is a very scary team. And going into the future, especially if this splits, yeah. yeah, especially if this splits, they may be, they may be a team to beat. Yeah, I say I, I, I would definitely say Denver. Like like you guys said, if if you're not a casual basketball fan, don't watch the NBA. If you saw players like Will Barton or Jamal Murray walking down the street, you probably wouldn't even know they played ball. But they did definitely definitely did a great job of getting all these players, getting all these acquisitions. Uh, Isaiah Thomas, uh, Will Barton. It, every, it seems like everybody has been playing their part and has been stepping up. But I do think they are a team to be reckoned with. Uh, do you do you need an all-star? Do you need a superstar for, the, for them to be good? No. At, at the moment, no. Because, no, because again, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. So you, you stay with that same team, that same concept, and everybody's going to continue to develop. And if everybody reaches their potential with this team, they have what it takes to, you know, hopefully make it to the next level. And now that's definitely something that they need. But I, I I truly do believe that they have a good team. And who knows? They make it, make it to the to the conference finals, you know? I just – I'm – this is me. The East is a toss-up. And I think until somebody proves otherwise in a seven-game playoff series, then unless your name is a Golden State Warriors, you got to take us down. And in seven in the seven-game series, with the exception of that flute, and yes, Cleveland won. I'm not taking that in front of them, but we all can sit here pretty positively and say that, that game would they, they would have got swept. We can we can we can we're well, not swept. It would have been one. Yeah, four one. And you might well say that's sweet. But I think we can all sit. We can all say that if we watch that that. Like you said, if you're a more in-depth fan, you can tell that a call changed the momentum of this series. Outside of that, these three rings they got, they dominated the whole time. Right. Now, not to say that the West, the West, the Western Conference is known for beating up on each other. So you're gonna have tougher games. I think you're gonna see a better playoff year this year. And it may go completely differently than what we're expecting. But I do for the most part, because this may be the last year that all of them are together, I do expect Golden State to be in the finals again. And depending on who they're up against, I think in seven games, I think they'll win it. I think they're going four out of five. I think they can do that. I truly think they can do that. Got anything else you want to add? No, man. That's about it? We got one. We got one more break. We'll be right back. We're going to wrap this thing up for y'all. We had the last few segments, last few takes, last few talking points. At the we're at the very exciting time of March Madness right now, and it's in full swing. 
I'm pretty sure a lot of people brackets are busted. I know mine is. Mine is as well. Uh, did you fill out a bracket though? Because you told me you was undefeated yesterday. <laughs> you I was until man. Minnesota. Well, as we as we partake in this March Madness, it's all about filling out your brackets, whether you watch basketball or not. <clears throat> it's all about just having fun, picking teams, and you know watching it play out. So. For a few weeks, starting in March, going into April, uh, you have basketball field weekends, and it takes over. It takes over the airways, people, and it's, it's very exciting. It's something that we all sports sports fans, not just basketball fans. Sports fans love to talk about it, love to hear the upsets. I I, I love it. You know, it's it's one. It's just my thing. So. Can't get mad at you know anybody don't fill it out, but if you do fill it out, it's always fun to talk talk about it with your with your family, with your friends, with your with your coworkers. See what they see who they think gonna win the whole whole NCAA tournament and the underdogs, which is what it's really about. Shout out to those small schools out there, mid majors. Uh, they get shout out to the kids that get overlooked by the by the D1 schools uh, and decide to go to the mid-major school, shout out to them. Uh, also, shout out to everybody with academics. Uh, keep doing your thing. But the time is now. Let the games begin. So let me let me ask you, so who, who do you have pretend winning? Like, who do you want to win? Okay. And who realistically do you think is going to win? Who I want to win is North Carolina. Who I think realistically can win is North Carolina. I think they had a hard, but they do have the hardest time to get to the final four. They, got, they will have to play Kansas. They will have to play Kentucky. But um, Virginia can, can definitely make some noise. Uh, if Carolina doesn't win, I think Gonzaga has definitely has a good shot of winning the whole thing. Yeah, I'm a I'm a Carolina Tar Heel fan, but I think Gonzaga is gonna take it. Uh I think that a lot of people are gonna say Duke and, and they they're right to say that because of the uh, the star power that they have. I don't think you know, I I hope that it continues to be a fun field tournament. We have had some upsets, some teams that we thought were gonna win. I just think that Gonzaga uh, is going to have a better road, not easier, not harder. It's going to be a better road, too. But so far, man, my bracket got busted yesterday, and I was disappointed. But as usual, that's just just what happens. So I say all that to say we want to direct you guys to our social media pages. Uh, in terms of Instagram and Twitter, those are the two that we're operating in. We're going to dive real heavy and, and engage with you guys with. So we want to open up, you know, of course, the sports topics, maybe some entertainment topics. We, we're going to definitely stay away from politics. Yeah, sure. uh, Music-wise, and that's all genres of music. And we also want to open it up to you guys and gals. You know, hitting us with any question that you maybe want us to talk about on our next show. 
and as well as giving us feedback, positive, negative. We want to also just say thank you to you guys as well. Shout out to you. Shout out to all y'all. And what we want to do also, let me go ahead and plug these uh, social media accounts in here real quick. From earlier, we're going to have Twitter. Twitter is at BL Sports Talk 51. That's Twitter right there. And also, I'm going to uh, direct you guys to bottomlinesportstalk.com. That is going to be the website that's to view it is still a work in progress as well. And then also, as that Twitter handle was, we're going to also have you guys on Instagram. Go to BL Sports Talk 51. That's the, that's the page for Instagram to comment, uh, pose any questions. Uh, we're going to become very active on there here. As of next week, we're going to be very active on there, even starting tomorrow as well. And then also, we want to direct you guys to the email. That's probably uh, one of the better ways to get in contact with us. That email address is blsportstalk at gmail.com. Uh, any questions, comments, concerns, any inquiries that you may have, any suggestions you may have, all that we direct you towards, all that we're open to it. We want to have this be one interactive platform for you guys to chime in with. Um, eventually, we're going to get you guys to go to our anchor and leave us voice messages as well because we want to start incorporating that in our show. Awesome. Uh, we, episode four, we're going to title this what? Let the games Let begin. The games begin, baby. Let the games we, begin. We talked about March Madness. We talked about our picks. We're going to do a deep dive into that next week only because, I mean, let's just be honest. It's a little too early to kind of start to tell some things. So we want to let the story shape, let it form, and we want to be able to kind of go into what went wrong for some teams last. Well, this time, oh, next week, right. we want to go into what went wrong with, uh, for some teams. We're going to continue to hit these basketball takes yeah. with the NBA because the playoffs are going to be, be getting ready to start as well. And let, and let us know who you think will win it all and why you think they can win it all. Uh, if, if, uh, if, you see, if you think somebody else, if you think a sneaker team, uh, underdog can make it to the Final Four and they could possibly uh, win it all, let us know. We, we definitely appreciate the feedback and definitely appreciate everybody for listening. Very appreciative. Uh, shout out to all y'all. Shout out to Bottom Line Sports. Shout out to the family, Jackson family. Shout out to Mama Gear. Ain't gonna shout out to myself, but shout 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 out to me for being me. You know? Yep. So remember, guys, Twitter and Instagram, BL Sports Talk fifty one. That's for both Instagram and Twitter, and BottomLineSportsTalk.com. That is the website. It is currently in reformulation to uh, have it address the podcast side, not necessarily the the writing that was taking place beforehand, but it's still going to be on there. That's something that we may pursue here again in the future. And then also the email address that may be the best way to, to go ahead and get some things to us, you know, immediately that is again, blsportstalk at gmail.com. Got anything else you want to say to the people? Thank y'all. Thank you. May God bless you. We appreciate you. We love you. We want to see you back here next week. Again, we're going to try to do this to get it out every Saturday. Can't give you a time, but Saturday is what we're going to push for. This is the first week. 
We enjoyed doing this. A lot of laughs to come, a lot of serious conversations, some interviews with some close friends, associates, inspirations, whatever you may think. That's what we're going to have on here. And then also, again, we want to hear from you guys. So hit us up on our social media. Hit us up through the email. We're going to get it popping with this anchor here soon. And above all else, remember, you too can be great. Mind elevation. Peace. Peace.